0: This is Fire Rescue One Side Alpha Podcast, putting fire service leaders in front of hot topics facing firefighters today. Now, here's the executive editor of FireRescue1.com and FireChief.com, Chief Mark Beshore. Hi, folks. In our podcast today, it's just going to be you. We're going to be talking about a disconnect that I believe must be addressed now. Disconnect that we need to fix to affect systemic change across the board for fire, EMS, and 911 services of today. But first, a word from our sponsor, EF Johnson. This episode of the Side Alpha Podcast is sponsored by EF Johnson, a JVC Kenwood company. As a leader in mission-critical communications for more than 90 years, we have made it our mission to make safe simple. Okay, we're back here on Side Alpha Podcast and today, I you know, I want to talk about this combination that I I've, I've written about before. I think undeniably fire and EMS services and 911 services have made leaps and bounds over the years. There's really no doubt about it. Whether it's the myriad grant programs available after 9/11 or the funding brought forward in the current uh, COVID crisis, whatever it is, those dollars and opportunities are often squandered on territorial disputes. And a dysfunctional leadership approach, especially when we're talking about the federal level. I believe the change of administration currently gives us an opportunity to readdress the call for one federal parent for all local fire and emergency services. When you think about it, your 911 service industry is regulated by at least five different federal parents. Fire by the Department of Homeland Security, FEMA, Police by the Department of Justice, EMS by the Department of Transportation, 911 by the Federal Communications Commission, and forestry firefighting by the Department of Interior. Now we're not gonna address police here, that's a law enforcement matter um, in and of itself. I suppose uh, arguments could be made for any of these alignments, yet I'll submit to you that it's a demonstration of dysfunction at its best. Let's just for a second think about EMS under the Department of Transportation. This alignment came from the days when funeral homes were uh, the transport service before the modern ambulance company, and the funeral homes could not keep up with all the traffic accidents. Accidents were holding up transportation and interstate commerce, so the Department of Transportation took on ambulance service. What a crazy arrangement in 2021 when ambulances are doing so much more than just highway responses, yet they remain where they've always been. 911 understandably has federal relationships with the Federal Communications Commission. The FCC manages the 911 system tariffs that govern the delivery responsibility of 911 calls. There is a huge disconnect looming, however, at least it's currently looming, as the internet based next gen 911 services will be unregulated at the federal level because you can't regulate the internet. For the first time in history, unless something changes, for the first time in history, local 911 system operators will own the system across the 50 states with no federal oversight. Some states have number systems boards that regulate 911 services and disperse the funding from that. Some don't. Uh, there is no clarity that I can currently see that will ensure 911 handling is consistent across state borders. We must fix this now. Similar to the moon landing on July 20th, 1969, which was unarguably one of man's greatest achievements, 911 and public safety in the United States took a giant leap a year and a half earlier, February 22, 1968, when the first 911 call was completed in Haleyville, Alabama. 911 services have absolutely evolved, and related to that evolution of services, I believe the closest modern-day parallel to the moon landing giant leap is indeed the technology associated with the digital devices capable of contacting 911, like smartphones. The smartphone most of us carry today has more computing capability than all the computing systems available to NASA in 1969. You can tell your device to dial 911, and soon the capacity to text and send video to 911 will be commonplace capability. This is a mission critical capability that cannot be left to the interpretation of fifty state governments with competing interests and territorial concerns. Harkening back to those first moon landing days, I submit to you that it is indeed time for us to take one giant leap for mankind to combine the 911 response system under the Department of Homeland Security with a new public safety agency responsible for all firefighting activities, all EMS, and all 911 services. Bold? sure. Let's take a brief moment to recognize our sponsor, EF Johnson, a JBC Kenwood company. When the mission is critical, no one has time for complexities. Kenwood's Viking FireSafe software enhances communication awareness in a dynamic fire scene environment, allowing firefighters to focus on the mission at hand. We know that you rely on radio communications as your lifeline. That's why Kenwood is committed to provide a new high-quality P25 portable and mobile radios that are easy to use, we make safe, simple. Visit us online at www.efjohnson.com. We're back here on Side Alpha Podcast, and you know, continuing with this discussion, we have countless acronym-rich agencies and groups who claim to follow the National Incident Management System and who say they're. They're all operating on the same page. You and I could both point to large numbers of incidents where we could prove that theory bogus. To me, a real giant leap would be a future federal public safety agency that's responsible for everything the fire service EMS and 911 industries encompass. With the current model of the US Fire Administration buried, buried under FEMA, which is buried under the Department of Homeland Security, and EMS buried under the Department of Transportation, and some would say the Department of Health and Human Services, but don't get me started there. Our generally fractured culture will continue to divide without definitive change. The current COVID crisis has once again shown a disconnect in the health agencies, both federal and state. And getting a straight or consistent answer on this crisis? Forget about it. In all fairness, many locales have successfully integrated and combined fire and EMS delivery. However, those successes are driven mostly by local political conditions, more so than the service need or any federal involvement. I'm not necessarily suggesting any one state or locals model over the other. However, if I look at my current state of Florida or my previous home states of Maryland and West Virginia, I can point to at least four 911 Fire and EMS transport service delivery models. And they all believe they're doing it the best and serving their communities properly. My experience has been that we're shortchanging our people and our communities by not adopting standards in general and by not using standards as, well, standards. We dedicate far too few resources, both in people and funding, to the fire and EMS services in the United States. Regardless of the boundaries, every one of our first responders responds to the same home to help Grandma Jones when she calls 911. As we continue to answer those single point 911 calls today, we diverge to multiple systems of dispatch and service delivery and the fractures continue. When it comes to the standardization of fire service codes and standards, we use the life safety code and NFPA standards to reference training, staffing, apparatus, and fire protection standards. While I fully recognize that not every state or location adopts NFPA codes, I can testify to the success and life saving effects that many NFPA codes and standards have made. While we tend to selectively choose which standard we want to adopt, I suspect that some listening to me will one day be faced with the legal interpretations of what they should have known as they end their lawsuit testimony. Whether or not your location adopts NFPA, uh, most locations generally adopt NFPA 1001, the standard for firefighter professional qualifications. Firefighter 1 is the minimum standard for volunteer firefighters and Firefighter 2 for paid firefighters in Florida. Notice I said some. There are those who exceed those standards and there are those who scoff on the need for anything more than what their chief says they have to do. The national registry for EMTs and paramedics should provide a platform to standardize credentials there. However, many, if not all states and municipalities and localities then require additional credentialing on top of that. If we don't adopt a national standard of expectations, then the Division of State Acceptance will continue to discourage firefighters, EMTs, paramedics, and 911 operators nationally. A singular federal fire EMS agency would provide at least the framework to standardize the expectations and improve service reliability across the states. Incorporating all these services into the next giant leap that I'm speaking of, not as a overhead change but as a systemic integration across the board. Mission creep in fire and EMS is undeniably strong and related directly related to 911. I suspect that you'll find a federal system that recognizes our first responders as providing married services in one industry model with one set of industry standards and expectations is the next great leap for us to take. I believe we should work towards standardization with our services. Let's work with the International Association of Fire Chiefs, the Congressional Fire Services Institute and all of the other constituent groups to bring meaning to this notion. Continuing to run EMS calls off of a funeral home model or running the fire service on Ben Franklin's admirable shadow of bucket brigades or allowing the 911 system to be bifurcated across the 50 states will hold us back from moving forward. We need to rethink, reshape, and take bold steps of action to avoid assured chaos and systemic extinction. This isn't about volunteer, career, fire, or EMS. It's about leadership and public safety. This is Mark Basher, Executive Editor for FireRescue1.com and FireChief.com. Thanks for joining us here on this edition of Side Alpha Podcasts. Join us on FireRescue1.com for the latest news and information affecting the fire service worldwide. Stay smart, keep safe, and take care.